Jai Jai Shri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaurabhakta Brinda Jai Jai Shri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaurabhakta Brinda So the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita is written by Kaviraj Goswami and the devotees of Vrindavan approached him and asked him to write about Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his philosophy based on the diaries that were kept by several of his devotees. And He went to see Govindaji and there begged for empowerment to write about Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You find that the great Acharyas and Kavis, a Kavi, by the way, is a special term, somebody who's so expert in composition for instance, that they can write a poem that works both f forwards and backwards. We actually have a book with those types of poems in them. And um, Kaviraj Goswami was the great scholar of Vrindavan and could write like that. So that he's also a noted uh, exalted devotee. So they asked him, he went to Govindaji and asked for permission. And when he was there, a garland fell down and everyone cheered. And Pujari offered that to Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, who talks about how it's a wonder that he was able to write this because he was elderly. And he said that my hands are shaking. My eyes don't stay open. They were so baggy he had to have somebody help keep them open so he could write. And he said, at any time, I, I could expire. And so he was writing by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And just to bring us back into focus about uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his character and his purposes and who he is, I'll just read the first few translations, because this is from the Mangalacharna. I offer my respectful obeisances under the spiritual masters, the devotees of the Lord, the Lord's incarnations, his plenary portions, his energies, and the primeval Lord himself, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I offer my respectful obeisances under Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda, who are like the sun and moon. They have arisen simultaneously on the horizon of Goda to dissipate the darkness of ignorance and thus wonderfully bestow benediction upon all. What the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman is but the effulgence of his body, and the Lord known as the Supersoul is but his localized plenary portion. Lord Jaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna himself, full with six opulences. He is the Absolute Truth, and no other truth is greater than or equal to him. 
May the Supreme Lord, who is known as the son of Srimati Shachidevi, be transcendentally situated in the innermost chambers of your heart. Resplendent with the radiance of molten gold, he has appeared in the age of Kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before, the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service, the mellow of conjugal love. The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure-giving potency. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, previously they separated themselves. Now these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. Desiring to understand <clears throat> the glory of Radharani's love, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love, and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love, the Supreme Lord Hari, richly endowed with her emotions, appeared from the womb of Srimati Shachidevi as the moon appeared from the ocean. May Sri Nityananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Shankarsana, Sheshanaga, and the Vishnus who lie on the Karna Ocean, Garba Ocean, and the Ocean of Milk are his plenary portions and the portions of his plenary portions. I surrender unto the lotus feet of Sri Nityananda Ram who is known as Sankarsana in the midst of the Chaturvyuha consisting of Vasudev, Sankarsana, Prajuna, and Aniruddha. He possesses full opulences and resides in Vaikuntha Loka, far beyond the material creation. I offer my full obeisances unto the feet of Sri Nityananda Ram, whose partial representation called Karnadakshai Vishnu, lying on the Karna Ocean, is the original Purusha, the master of the illusory energy, and the shelter of all the universes. I offer my full obeisances unto the feet of Sri Nityananda Ram, a partial part of whom is Garbhadakshai Vishnu. From the navel of Garbhadakshai Vishnu sprouts the lotus that is the birthplace of Brahma, the engineer of the universe. The stem of that lotus is the resting place of the multitude of planets. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the feet of Sri Nityananda Ram, whose secondary part is the Vishnu lying in the ocean of milk. That Shirdakshai Vishnu is the supersoul of all living entities and the maintainer of all the universes. Sheshanaga is his further subpart. Lord Advaita Acharya is the incarnation of Mahavishnu, whose main function is to create the cosmic world through the actions of Maya. Because he is non-different from Hari, the Supreme Lord, he is called Advaita, and because he propagates the cult of devotion, he is called Acharya. He is the Lord and the incarnation of the Lord's devotee, therefore I take shelter of him. I offer my obeisances unto the Supreme Lord Krishna, who is non-different from his features as a devotee, devotional incarnation, devotional manifestation, pure devotee, and devotional energy. Glory to the all-merciful Radha and Madan Mohan. I am lame and ill-advised, yet they are my directors. 
and their lotus feet are everything to me. In a temple of jewels in Vrindavan, underneath a desire tree, Sri Sri Radha Govinda, served by their most confidential associates, sit upon an effulgent throne. I offer my humble obeisances unto them. Sri Srila Gopinath, who originated the transcendental mellow of the Rasa dance, stands on the shore in Vamshivat and attracts the attention of the cowherd damsels with the sound of his celebrated flute. May they all confer upon us their benediction. Glory to Sri Chaitanya and Nityananda, glories to Advaita Chandra, and all glory to the, all the devotees of Sri Gora, Lord Chaitanya. These three deities of Vrindavan, Madan Mohan, Govinda, and Gopinath, have absorbed the heart and soul of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, followers of Lord Chaitanya. I worship their lotus feet, for they are the lords of my heart. Purport. The author of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita offers his respectful obeisances under the three deities of Vrindavan, named Sri Radha Manan Mohan, Sri Radha Govindadev, and Sri Radha Gopinathji. These three deities are the life and soul of the Bengali Vaishnavas, or Gaudiya Vaishnavas, who have a natural aptitude for residing in Vrindavan. The Gaudiya Vaishnavas, who follow strictly in the line of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, worship the divinity by chanting transcendental sounds meant to develop a sense of one's transcendental relationship with the <clears throat> sorry the Gaudiya Vaishnavas who follow strictly in the line of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu worship the divinity by chanting transcendental sounds meant to develop a sense of one's transcendental relationship with the Supreme Lord a reciprocation of mellows, rasas, of mutual affection, and ultimately the achievement of the desired success in loving service. These three deities are worshipped in three different stages of one's development. The followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu scrupulously follow these three these principles of approach. Gaudiya Vaishnavas perceive the ultimate objective in Vedic hymns composed of 18 transcendental letters that adore Krishna as Madan Mohan, Govinda, and Gopi Janabalaba. Madan Mohan is he who charms Cupid, the god of love. Govinda is he who pleases the senses and the cows. And Gopi Janabalaba is the transcendental lover of the gopis. Krishna himself is called Madan Mohan, Govinda, Gopi Janabalaba, and countless other names as he plays in his different pastimes with his devotees. The three deities, Madan Mohan, Govinda, and Gopi Janabalaba, have very specific qualities. Worship of Madan Mohan is on the platform of reestablishing our forgotten relationship with the Personality of Godhead. In the material world, we are presently in utter ignorance of our eternal relationship with the Supreme Lord. Pango refers to one who cannot move independently by his own strength, and Mandamate is one who is less intelligent because he is too absorbed in materialistic activities. It is best for such persons not to aspire for success in fruitive activities or mental speculation, but instead simply to surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The perfection of life is simply to surrender to the Supreme. 
In the beginning of our spiritual life, we must therefore worship Madan Mohan so that he may attract us and nullify our attachment for material sense gratification. This relationship with Madan Mohan is necessary for neophyte devotees. When one wishes to render service to the Lord with strong attachment, one worships Govinda on the platform of transcendental service. Govinda is the reservoir of all pleasures. When by the grace of Krishna and the devotees, one reaches perfection in devotional service, he can appreciate Krishna as Gopijana Balava, the pleasure deity of the damsels of Raja. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained this mode of devotional service in three stages, and therefore these worshipable deities were installed in Vrindavan by different Goswamis. They are very dear to the Gaudiya Vaishnavas there, who visit the temples at least once a day. Besides the temples of these three deities, many other temples have been established in Vrindavan, such as the temple of Radha Damodar of Jiva Goswami, the temple of Shamasundar of Shamananda Goswami, the temple of Gokulananda of Lokanath Goswami, and the temple of Radha Raman of Gopal Bhatta Goswami. There are seven principal temples over 400 years old that are the most important of the 5,000 temples now existing in Vrindavan. Gaudiya indicates the part of India between the southern side of the Himalayan mountains and the northern part of the Vindhya hills, which is called Ayavarta, Aryavarta, or the land of the Aryans. <clears throat> this portion of India is divided into five parts or provinces, Panchagodadesh, Saraswata, Kashmir and Punjab, Kanyakubja, Uttar Pradesh, including the modern city of Lucknow, Madhya Goda, Madhya Pradesh, Maitila, Bihar and part of Bengal, Utkal, part of Bengal, and the whole of Orissa. Bengal is sometimes called Godadesh, partly because it forms a portion of Matila and partly because the capital of the Hindu king Raj Lakshman Sain was known as Goda. This old capital later came to be known as Godapur and gradually Mayapur. The devotees of Orissa are called Udiyas, Udiyas. The devotees of the Bengal are called Godiyas. And the devotees of southern India are known as Dravida devotees. As there are five provinces in Aryavarta, so Dakshinatya, southern India, is also divided into five provinces, which are called Pancha Dravida. The four Vaishnava Acharyas, who are the great authorities of the four Vaishnava disciplic successions, as well as Sripad Sankaracharya of the Mayavad school, appeared in the Pancha Dravida provinces. Among the four Vaishnava Acharyas, who are all accepted by the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, Sri Ramanuja Acharya appeared in the southern part of Andhra Pradesh at Mahabhutapuri. Sri Madhva Acharya appeared at Pajakam near Viman, Vimanagiri in the district of Mangalore. Sri Vishnu Swami appeared at Panya and Sri Nimbarka appeared at Mungera Patana the, in the extreme south. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted the chain of disciplic succession from Madhva Acharya, but the Vaishnavas in his line do not accept the Tattvavadis who also claim to be in the Madhva Sampradaya. To distinguish themselves, 
Clearly, from the Tattvavadi branch of the Madhva's descendants, the Vaishnavas of Bengal prefer to call themselves Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Sri Madhva Acharya is also known as Sri Gauda Purna, Purnananda, and therefore the name of Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya is quite suitable for the disciplic succession of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Our spiritual master, Om Vishnupad Sri Mad Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj, accepted initiation in the Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. Did you enjoy hearing that? During Kartik, we read the whole Adi Lila. It took five hours a day for about, uh, I don't know, 20 days or something. And uh, that sort of hearing is not um, frowned upon anywhere. Nor is this type of hearing. It's, uh, doing a, a variety of chanting, hearing, and so forth. The main principle is to keep the...